Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If we don't execute, guess what? We'll be going home. Since I've been a rookie here, every year in the playoffs, we have fallen short. And I know what happens when you fall short. Some guys, it might be their first go-round on this team. And I tell them the same thing. If we don't execute... We're going to the house. It's just as simple as that. Bills defensive tackle Ed Oliver as the Bills and Steelers move to Monday. 4.30 kickoff at Highmark Stadium as part of Super Wild Card Weekend. This is a special extended playoff edition of Sports Talk Saturday as the home of the Bills gets you ready for Wild Card Weekend. It's brought to you by Expert Contracting. Expert Contracting for wind damage. Call 716-272-ROOF. Derek Kramer, Frank Arcuri, Evan DiPasquale, we're all here with you for one more hour as Sabres pregame gets started at 3 o'clock. The Sabres taking on the Vancouver Canucks. If you're going downtown for that game today, please be safe, be careful, and do think ahead on this. If you don't think it's worth it to get down there today, just keep yourself safe. Don't go if you feel like it's going to be too much of a risk. Everything of the sort. So take precautions if you're going to this game please and thank you very much we do like i may have yelled about people earlier today but i do respect and care that every person is okay uh as the weekend rolls on here we want you all to be safe we want you all to be safe we want everyone to be safe uh, that is the main point of everything that's probably why i got so angry in the first place we want people to be safe we want people to make sure that they're okay Yep. Simple as that. And we want we want we have to learn from what happened last year, and this is a big step in showing that we have learned. It's better to be more proactive in this sort of thing yeah. than it is to um to react. Yes. Proactive is better than reactive in this sense, and I would say, you know, hey, good. It's good that they're doing the right thing. And and in the, and now too, look at the positive. Look at the positive of this. Not just from a football football standpoint. Look at it from a wa- watching standpoint. Monday becomes a great sports day. Yeah, you're right? off from work. You're off from work. If you're if anybody who's off from work, cook Frank. Let's go. What's one p.m. It's yet. Yeah, there's a Sabres game going on. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> you got something to watch at one p.m. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they play the Sharks, so they should win. Um... Hopefully, knock on wood. San Jose is really bad. <laughs> but Sabres play at 1. Bills play at 4.30. I just cut myself. That, that's your fault. <laughs> Sabres 1. Bills 4.30. Eagles Bucks 8.30. Beautiful. That's a great day of sports. It's a nice long day of sports. Yeah. Two Monday night, two Monday night games, too, as well. You know the NFL. You know the NFL loves having those. Yeah, exactly. So... There it is. You got yourself an elite state.
stay home and watch Sports Weekend. Yeah. That is exactly what I'm going to do. There's going to be plenty of other games to watch as well on Monday because there's on plenty of hockey. There's plenty of other hockey games as well. There's a bunch of one one o'clock games. There's a three o'clock game, some six o'clock games, and there's going to be. Uh, I'm checking the NBA schedule. Oh my god, there's NBA games all day as well. So if you prefer to watch basketball, there's games all day for you too. Ready? Here's my checklist for this weekend. Now, now that I don't have to work tomorrow, one. Sit on Mike Easter. Yeah. Two. Well, actually, one, get my snackage. Two, sit on my Keister. Yeah. Three, snuggle the dog. Ooh, I like that one. Four, watch my sports. Yes. Five, stay Prof- warm. Profit. Profit? Yeah. Step six, profit? Yeah. Profit. I'm going to say profit. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to say it. There we go. All right. I like it. Booyah. Um, Next two days is going to be like that. Going first of all, Twitter today is not a uh, it's not a great place to be, considering all the discourse here. It's not a great great place most days. Yes, but we do make sure we get connected with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at northtownkia.com. I just like to point out how much of a uh, weird show this is now. Because I get a tweet in from Lex saying, my Saturday is not complete until I hear the booty cheek of the week. So, like, That's right. It's now must-hear programming, at least according to one person. And if that's the case, booty cheek of the week to the moon. That's right. We're riding it to the moon. If it, I get, it is if now I got, a staple of the show. Thank you, Lex. I have concrete evidence that at least one person lo- loves that segment, so we're sailing it until I crash it. There's concrete evidence that at least one person <laughs> one, one person is happy that this that that segment is a staple of the show and a staple of their week. Uh, yeah, like their Saturday is not complete. So again, Evan and I every week we're gonna ride that ship until it crashes. Probably my fault when it happens. It will be your fault. It almost was. <laughs> it almost was last time. Just now, I know. I know. You want to see me juggle with dynamite? Yes. I'm gonna I... make fun of. I'm gonna make fun of our boss. <laughs> I'll give you the dynamite too. Yes, you will. I don't trust. I don't trust your dynamite. Actually. All right. Speaking of dynamite, we hope that the Bills have an explosive day ah. against Pittsburgh on Monday. Yeah. With a little bit less snow, so football-wise, it's not going to be as crazy. It's not going to be pretty. No. It's still going to be a tough game. It's still going to be a snowy adventure, so to say. But my big thing here is at least we know that's how it's going to be. And the Bills – but there's an opportunity now – for some of this weather to clear up and therefore allow the Bills a little bit more opportunity for their talent to shine against Pittsburgh. And that's the key here is that I've been irrationally afraid of the Pittsburgh Steelers because of how often Buffalo plays down to competition. And then, of course, with that weather, I'm just like, I'm at pants-soiling levels of nervous. And now they move the game for the safety of the public. Good. And... Now we're back to square one, which is hoping that the Bills don't play down to their competition. 
in a inclement weather game. It's it's been the biggest worry for playing any team really. Yeah, because the, the, the t- and and we and I, I mentioned it earlier in the show. The one, the team that I felt the least worried about was the Texans, because Sean McDermott does prey bullies rookie quarterbacks. Rookie, exactly, rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, Mace, yeah. Is Mason Rudolph an elite quarterback? No, but he's done enough for Pittsburgh, especially while Kenny Pickett had been injured, to get wins, and as we know. What's Pittsburgh's reputation? They always find ways to win. Mike Tomlin always finds ways to have a winning a winning record, or at least a non-losing season, because they've had some eight and eight seasons before. So, I felt going in going into this after the Dolphins game, this might actually be their worst possible matchup. All right, as even though Pittsburgh seems like the weakest team, just because of what the Bills have done this year. You know, and even ever since the the change in offensive coordinator from Ken Dorsey to Joe Brady, how how explosive has the offense really been? They had the Jets game. They had the Jets game, the Eagles game. And the Eagles game. The Cowboys game was... That, I'd that call was that explosive. Most, mostly for the run. Mostly for the run, but it was still it high was. scoring. It was them yes. in control the entire time. I think of it as the offense being the ones dictating the game. Yeah. And those three games was a great stretch of that. Honeymoon's yep. over. Right. Because uh, you had rough sledding. Since then, it really hasn't been that. But I will also say Miami. Why? Miami, yeah, you know what? Yeah, they Miami were in was control good, of that yeah. game. Yeah. Except for giving the football away. Right. It was, like, that game should have been a blowout. They had, what, like, over 400 yards of offense yes, last they, week? Yes. And, yeah. and two-thirds of the time of possession. Right. So I will say it was a good day for the offense not a great day because you can't keep turning the football over you were trailing most of this game for a reason yeah that said they this is why the bills numbers of with epa per play were lying they were losing football games but the epa per play uh the advanced stats on their uh efficiency on offense were through the roof and they were losing football games and scoring maybe 20 points why they're moving the ball it's just a matter mm-hmm. of closing drives. That part is... And, and that, that more part of the same is, in Miami. Yeah, that part is still the worry for me. I have no doubt that they'll be able to get yards and move the ball down the field against Pittsburgh. I just worry about, about their ability to finish to finish drives. And we saw how close, the not even just the Miami game, but look how close New England kept it. And New England, New England has a good defense. And look how close the Chargers kept it. And I obviously, the Chargers had the coach bump. They just fired Staley after giving up over 60 points to the Raiders. So you felt like, okay, they're going to bump up just a little bit. And they ended up keeping it a close game. And that was without Justin Herbert. They, you know, they let Easton Stick keep this game close. Yeah. I have a feeling they're going to let Mason Rudolph keep this game close too. And because I... Obviously, Pittsburgh's a better built team than the Chargers are. Even without TJ Watt, I feel like if they don't close drives early, especially early in the game, if they can get ahead ahead early, I think they'll win the game no problem. Mm-hmm. If they 
if they are for, if they are behind and not able to close drives early enough, I think Pittsburgh is going to do just enough to get ahead and stay ahead. I don't know about that because the Pittsburgh Steelers also are a fairly turnover prone type of team. But I think because of how the game is going to go, you're not going to see much offense, passing. But the Bills' offense is good at creating plays. Our good Bills' defense is good at creating plays, and it something Jeremy White said during the week made a lot of sense of. The bad weather, obviously, it's not going to be as bad, but there might be less of an inclination to kick the ball. And Pittsburgh will have to go for fourth downs. They will have to try to move the sticks instead of kicking a field goal. They may have to try to advance the ball instead of punting it away. Because Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin. But Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I fair counterpoint, but I loved what Jeremy brought up about that, which is he loves giving you the football back. That's obviously yep. your uh, immediate riposte to that. But I it just... But when he said that, it's such a good point of Pittsburgh might have to take more chances. Yeah. And if you're creating a situation for the Bills defense, forcing Pittsburgh to take chances, mm-hmm. who am I favoring in that situation? Yeah. I favor the Bills defense every yeah. time. Favor, yep. Because the Bills defense, while they had a downswing in the middle of the season, they were adjusting to injuries in life without Matt Milano mm-hmm. and Tredavious White. And then they required, and then they acquired Rasul Douglas, and then now they're getting Daquan Jones back. So it is, without a doubt, a different defense than when we were seeing in the middle of the season. It's back to being the reason that they're winning games, even as depleted as their depth has been tested. the The tandem of Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean, there is a question of how far that this team is able to get with the two of them in tandem. However, that said, you got to look at the two of them and go, you did a good job with the depth being tested this year. Um, Brandon Brandon Bean for bringing in the players necessary and Sean McDermott for making the best out of sometimes spare parts and like Mm -hmm. popsicle sticks. That said, there is a legacy question now between those two. And that question is, how much are we going to be able to tolerate here uh, of early playoff exits? If they lose this game, I'm terrified to do it, but we have to restart a conversation, an uncomfortable conversation regarding the head coach and how oh, far how far that they can take this team. I'm not terrified at all. I know you're not. I am. You know, you know how I you I know, know how where you are. The listeners don't, though. You're here rotating in. So, I've been saying I don't I don't know if McDermott can get this team over the hump for a while. Yeah. So, but the thing is, if he if he goes out early here again, there is a question we have to ask once more. Those questions are going to be hot. They're going again. They're back. Yeah. The midseason hell that as we hot, were enduring. As hot as it was after the Denver game. Yeah. I wouldn't say as hot. Missing the playoffs would have made this discourse a lot worse. I think a lot worse. Maybe maybe that's just a me thing because. My whole thing going going into the playoffs has been, at bare minimum, if you want to call this season a good season, at bare minimum, you need to make the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. I, and I didn't care where they were seated. I really didn't. We know this team is good enough to win a Super Bowl. We know they, they have the roster. It doesn't matter what seed you are. You, when you have Josh Allen at quarterback, you're expected to go on a deep run. 
That's the minds. That's always the mindset of the teams that win when you have an elite quarterback. I mean, the teams like the Patriots under Brady and Belichick and the Chiefs. You know, they don't really they don't go on the road. Obviously, the you know the Chiefs may have to play their first ever road playoff game under Mahomes next week. Should they win? You know, should they win? But at the same time, but at the same time, their their expectations are always. Win the Super Bowl or else the season's a failure. And that's and ultimately what it's headed to with this group. And it should have but I'm saying is the and I'm saying is the mindset should always be there for us. Even though we've never done it, that should still be the mindset because that's the ultimate goal. And I can't and us as fans shouldn't be able to accept anything less than that. Especially when that's what we were promised. Not promise. No, it's or not, nothing is ever guaranteed. Well, nothing's ever guaranteed. But, but when you so tell, but when you tell, I'm saying is when you tell us that we're that this is you know the motto is championship caliber. Yes, that's telling us we ex- we, don't, we know we, your mindset and we agree. Yes. So yes, there there is. That's where I kind of feel like it, it, it's kind of like a not a I'm not maybe not fully like a promise to win, but an but it's, expectation. It's an expectation to win exactly and. If you show anything less than that, and anyone who shows anything less than that shouldn't be here. Yep. And that's the biggest concern there. Uh, And I've said this before. It was after the Ken Dorsey firing. After you've bagged three coordinators within calendar year, there's only one place that the uh, scope turns to at that point. And like I said, it's an uncomfortable conversation that we may have to revisit. But... One game at a time. Four more. This season has been chaotic enough that the Bills, who are one of the most chaotic, I could trust that chaos being a Super Bowl team. Because that's what this season has been, is chaos. Mm -hmm. However, chaos is a ladder. Who best uses ladders? Teams on the lower rung. Yeah. This could be like peak Cleveland, go to the Super Bowl. Like... This season has been so unpredictable, we don't know what's going to happen. Every like asking you and Mark that question earlier in the first hour, like which teams do you trust? My answer is genuinely nobody. I trust none of these suckers. Yeah, that's the and that that's the weird part about about this whole season. It's like <laughs> not the probably I, I probably say the 49ers every single are the fan, team to really stand out. Every single fan base is a sucker. Well, of course. For believing that their team is the favorite because nothing is real this year. That's just how fandoms work. But like nothing nothing about this season has been as promised. Yeah. At midseason, the Bills are at their lowest. Mm-hmm. Six and six, losing to the Broncos in a humiliating way, losing to the Patriots, like unfathomable stuff from a team that is a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They take the entire division back and the two seed. Things that were probably a 1% chance on many simulators. It shows how crazy it is when there's an actual scenario where the Bills are either the two seed or not in the playoffs in general. And granted, Jacksonville did make sure that our heart rates were a little bit lower. Right, right, right. Very thankful for that. But that should that that alone should tell you just how crazy the season was. Yeah. Well, we'll figure out more as the season continues into its postseason. Derek Kramer, Frank Arcuri, Evan DePasquale on the board. 
Sports Talk Saturday rolls on here for another half hour before Sabres pregame takes over on the radio home of the Bills and the Sabres, WGR Sports Radio 550. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.